Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, I want to welcome my listening audience back to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. Uh, We have an exciting uh, show planned for you today. Uh, We want to talk about what does the Bible say about entrepreneurship? What does the Bible say about entrepreneurship? And uh, there's a lot in this topic. I know you may not think that it is, but the Bible opens up introducing us uh, to the act of being an entrepreneur. And I'll explain that a little while later. I remember teaching this about, oh, I'd say 15, 20 years ago to a group of businessmen. And clearly because of the way that the Bible was taught to them and the way that they understood it, which was in a linear format, they were unable to grasp that the depth of the Bible is not just singular in terms of its approach. And there are certain things that are, but God speaks to us. And as we grow and as we grow to understand him, we begin to understand that he speaks in different dimensions, if you will, And as you grow, as you learn, as you come into the knowledge of who he is, you begin to see those dimensions, things that were always there that you never saw before. So today we want to take the time to just walk you through some things and help us to develop an understanding of entrepreneurship because, frankly, some of you are entrepreneurs and you haven't the slightest clue what you need to be doing. Um, you you have and you know you have the entrepreneurial gift, but you do not know what to do with it, and you do not understand the processes that go with being an entrepreneur. Now I'm not going to get into uh, things that you could learn on Rocket Lawyer or things that you could learn on Legal Zoom, um, but I want to talk to you about some things that are inherent in the Bible, particularly for believers, you got to see God at work and you got to see his introduction of himself. And I know we've read it before. I just want to give you, if you will, 
a broad approach to look at scripture, at least in the book of Genesis. So I'm going to start in the book of Genesis and break down some things for you uh, that I think would be helpful. I'm not going to do uh, expository. I'm just going to kind of talk with you and just uh, make it conversational dialogue and, and hopefully you'll be able to pick up the emphasis as we go along. Listen, for those of you who want to contact me later on or contact my wife, you can hit us at kipnationpodcast uh, at gmail.com, kipnationpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we can also be reached on uh, Instagram at kipnationpodcast or Facebook, Kingdom Influencing Podcast. So you can follow us in any one of those platforms. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your commentary and see uh, how uh, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast is blessing you. And of course, we always ask you to and challenge you to invite other people to send a link to someone on the other side of the country or in another state or in another country. Uh, if this is blessing you, then it'll bless someone else. And so try to be sensitive to meeting the needs of other people as we go forth in the word of God. All right. So we want to talk about what the Bible says, what the Bible says about being an entrepreneur. Let's talk about the definition of an entrepreneur. Let's start with that. To be entrepreneurial is one who makes a practice of solving problems or developing solutions that benefit the world. In other words, it's a person or an individual or a group of individuals who come together to solve problems that benefit other people or benefit people in the world. So when you think about that, who would qualify as the first entrepreneur? When do we see this concept of entrepreneur being developed in the beginning uh, the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, it looks like there's a problem here. There's chaos and there's imbalance. And if this chaos and imbalance was to exist today, we would not be able to survive on this planet, this beautiful planet that we call Earth. So the first pe person to really be an entrepreneur, to give uh, to provide help for people or benefit for society or benefit for people, uh, the air that we breathe, the food that we eat, the time that we use, the clothes that we have, the, the fuel that we have, the, the use of the sun for daylight. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on, but the initial and first problem solver who cared about people that much and just created something out of nothing was literally God. God has indelibly has an entrepreneurial spirit in him. And we know why men have entrepreneurial spirit because we were created in his image. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. So let's just kind of walk this down slowly. But I, I think you get the point. I think you get the point. So then God solved the problem of chaos and imbalance. So let me share with you, uh, I believe, seven points that an entrepreneur ought to have. And this is a kind of test where you are. One, an entrepreneur must be visionary. You cannot take people anywhere if you don't know where you're going. All right? You have to be visionary. You have to be able to see what's in the heart and mind of God as he places it upon your heart and your mind. All right? Number two, you have to be patient. 
developing an entrepreneurial gift can take time. And I don't mean can take time. It does take time. There will be successes and there will be failures. There will be ups and there will be downs. It, it's not as easy as people make it out to be. So if you're looking for easy, you're not looking to be an entrepreneur. You're looking to be a dreamer. And there are a lot of people that have dreams. That make, having dreams doesn't make you an entrepreneur. All right? Number two, um, you also have to be patient enough to develop systems for success. So you have to be able to develop systems for success. And that takes time. That takes time. You have to uh, create an environment for that fosters you know, both creativity, uh, that fosters uh, patience, that fosters the development of patterns. Uh, because to create something, you have to be able to reproduce it over and over again. You have to develop what we call in business a template. You have to develop a, a system that someone can attach themselves to, learn it, and become a part of the culture of your entrepreneurial gift. So there's so much to do when we talk about being an entrepreneur. And I'm just uh, kind of trying to get you to understand you need systems for success, processes, protocols, ways to get things done effectively. That's what processes and protocols produce outcomes, effective outcomes, okay? So, um, number four, make sure you understand this expectation and relationship. There's an expectation that God created us, and you can read all of this in the book of Genesis. I'm not going to make you lazy. I want you to read Genesis 1, and you can pull these things if you read it very carefully and very slowly. Um, patience, where does patience come from? I heard someone ask that in my head. Uh, patience, literally, you see it because God has the ability to create the earth in a millisecond, but he takes six days to create the earth and he also creates ecosystems around this creation system and so you understand that he's putting things in place that are perpetual that will last forever that will not stop until he tells them to stop so whatever god said it is perpetual it does not it will never cease to exist or cease to produce until god tells it not to produce okay so that's what I mean by being patient. Let me go back to expectation and relationship. Watch this. God created us in his image. We call that the Imago Dei, okay? Created in the image of God. So there is an expectation that comes with this relationship. If I'm going to look like God, if I'm going to be the simulacrum of God, if I'm going to be the image of God, then I, there's an expectation that I do something, that I create something. So an entrepreneur um, was created in the image of God and he needs to understand that just as God was passionately in love with us people to make us in his own image, that we have to be passionately in love with people. The reason we create and develop the entrepreneurial gift is to help other people. I said that earlier. But you got to get this in your spirit because if you're creating it for your own self-aggrandizement, if you're creating it so you can be rich and wealthy, if you're creating it so it's all about you and you can just live the lifestyle of the rich and the famous and live your best life, you are wasting your time. It won't last. 
it will not have longevity. When you're starting an entrepreneurial business, we're talking about a business that can sustain itself. Doesn't mean that you do exactly the same thing for the next 40 years, but sustainability means that it has the ability to evolve, to become different, to be the same yet different. Evolving for the people uh, who are going to be using that particular entrepreneurial pursuit in modern times. So we, we have to be flexible and, and willing to change and willing to make sure that we don't just walk and plan obsolescence or obsolescence whereby we're planning to fail uh, so that people have to buy more. Now, we want to make a product that lasts, okay? So we're not trying to, to get into uh, uh, just making products for the sake of, of, of making products, but we're making products so that the products have longevity. And when you create a good product, and it was good, when you create a good product, people will buy more and they'll tell people about the products that you create. So be passionate about blessing people, expectation and relationship. I should have an expectation to do things in excellence because I am in a relationship with God and I've been created in his image. And since I'm creative in his image, I want to bless people. And if I find a way to bless people using my entrepreneurial gift, I'm well on my way to being an entrepreneur. So... Remember this, whatsoever you do unto the least of these, you do also unto him. So treat people with kindness. And when you're creating whatever your entrepreneurial gift is, while you're learning to manifest that gift, to make it original and make it uh, 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 move it from a concept to a contextual reality in the earth, you are uh, being, uh, you are walking in the creative image of God. So, what is this? Moving from that and shifting from that a little bit. Watch this. Number five, you need to be able to have the ability to create. And that's what I call in the Hebrew, I call it the bar of force, the ability to create. But in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, the Bible was written in Hebrew. They use the word bara. Bara means to create. So God has given us the bar of force. That's the term that I use the creative ability of God. He engaged us. Again, that goes back, ties back into expectation and relationship, but we've been given the ability to take what most people consider to be nothing and to create or make something out of nothing, okay? To create and make something out of nothing. To see, I said uh, an entrepreneur has to be visionary, to be able to see things that no one else can see. I told a story many, many podcasts ago about... Uh, being a kid, uh, I think I was no more than, than 12 years of age, and we were listening to Dance Machine, Michael Jackson, and and we were grooving, and I, you know, spotted off. I said, man, I see a vision. I, I see uh, uh, people riding in cars with cameras and uh, dancing and clapping and snapping their fingers and shooting videos. I mean, we would have video cameras, uh, but I didn't know what a video camera was. And I think whatever the camera was of that day that could shoot a video, uh, we didn't even call it video back then because everything was like a, a tape. It was like a real reel. It was all film. So we'd make a film, we'd shoot a film, and the film would have people dancing and happy and dressed up and da-da-da. And I never forget it. I'll never forget it to this very, very 
day. I think that was around 1975 or 70, somewhere between 75 and 78. And my friends laughed me off that dance, uh, off the uh, uh, porch. I mean, we was, you know, back in the day, like boys in the hood, so we weren't really in no hood hood. But we were in a neighborhood, a, a lower middle class neighborhood, and, and literally sitting there. Uh, talking about this thing, and they laughed, and they laughed, and they laughed, and quote-unquote, I remember one kid saying, that's the stupidest idea I ever heard of in my life. Well, you know the rest. So when you're an entrepreneur, you can't listen to other people and whatever other people say. If God has given you a vision, if God has showed you something, if God has showed you how to meet the need or to satisfy the needs of other human beings uh, to develop solutions, then you need to roll with it. Even if you don't share it with anyone, just do it. You hear what I said? Just do it. Um, so remember that, all right? You have the ability to create. That's another entrepreneurial seed. Six and seven, realize that your words have both weight and power. Realize that your words have both weight and power because, again, expectation and relationship, because we were created in the image of God, uh, we understand that God spoke things into existence. So you're going to be talking about what you're creating. In other words, in order to cast vision in the hearts and minds of people, you have to be able to explain it. Your words have weight. Learn how to visualize and with clarity explain what it is that God wants you to do. Take it out of your head. Move it to your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks and say what it is that you need to say. All right. Your words have power. So let your words be few. Don't waste your words. Don't waste your words with naysayers and distractors and haters. You don't have time for that. All right? Number seven, you must be in love with the art of excellence. Okay? If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to be in love with the art of excellence. Always honoring God by giving him your best. That's all excellence really is. Always honoring God by giving him your best. All right? So let's go over that list very quickly. You must be a visionary. You must be patient in developing your entrepreneurial gift. You know, you got to develop it. You have to also develop systems for success, and that takes patience as well. All right. You have to understand the expectation and relationship that you have with God, that he expects something from you because you were created in his image. And when he create, you were created in his image, that means that you should have the same passion that he has for helping people and blessing people, and we see this through the entire Genesis narrative. Number five, make sure you understand that because you have this expectation and relationship that you have the creative power of God, the borrow force, make sure that you realize your words have weight, all right? So the power of death and life is in the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Mean what you say, say what you mean. If you say something, blessed is the man that swears to his own hurt and change of not your word, a good entrepreneur understands this. Your word is your bond. Okay? All right. Number seven, you uh, must be in love with the art of excellence. And again, that's always honoring God by giving him your best. So here's something that an entrepreneur needs to understand. A couple of things as we get ready to close today. How do you take a concept from something that is in your head to something that is in your heart to something tangible that can be touched in the earth? All right. How do you take a concept from something that is in your head to something that is in your heart to something that is tangible that people can touch in the, and touch in the earth? Prayer. You start with prayer. That means in order to be a good entrepreneur, you have to have a relationship with God. That's my approach. 
for Christians, for believers, for those who are kingdom influencing people, you have to have a relationship with God. So we pray and we read, we pray and we read, we pray so that we can hear the heart of God and God can hear our heart, but we read so that we can see what God is saying in the earth. What God has said in times past is still applicable for today. So watch this. Your head will get you started, but your heart will keep you when distractors and naysayers close in because they're coming. Where there are open doors, there are many adversaries. So where there's opportunity, there's always going to be an adversary, okay? Let me say it again. Where there's opportunity, there's always going to be an adversary, okay? You cannot expect to do something in the kingdom without an adversary. If there's going to be an outcome, there's got to be an obstacle. You get that? If there's going to be an outcome, there's an opportunity, there's also going to be an obstacle. And it is the obstacles that help you to produce the outcomes. The obstacles help you to produce the outcome. So let the obstacles come. Don't be afraid of obstacles. Don't be afraid of the adversary. Don't be afraid of the enemy. God have already conquered the enemy. You've already conquered the enemy. But all things work together for the good. It's working together for your good, okay? To have the enemy in your life. What the devil meant for evil, God meant it for good. I hope you get this because there are a lot of biblical concepts that are used in the entrepreneurial pursuits and endeavor. That's why I told you you need to read the Bible because the more you read the Bible, the more you understand God and those who know their God shall do great exploits. Hey, you have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. We've been talking about what the Bible says about entrepreneurship. Share this with your friends. I'm sure it helps some people to begin to launch their entrepreneurial pursuits and their entrepreneurial goals. Next week, I'll pick up and talk about some more things because the Bible is exhaustive when it comes to entrepreneurship and business. But we're going to give you a little bit here, a little bit there, and hopefully it'll help to build your repertoire and make you a kingdom influencing individual. Hey, love you. See you next week. God bless.